When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter, vcmiracle.com. Today is Friday, September 29th. Titans take on the Bengals at home this Sunday. Um, you know, listen, it's been a long week, right? There's a really bad loss in Cleveland. Uh, but, you know, to put it into perspective, it's just one loss, right? They're one and two. Um, if they can find a way to win against the Bengals, they're two and two. Obviously, you know, for math people out there. Uh, if they could then go on the road and play Indianapolis, that would put up, and they can win that game. You're three and two. You're headed to London before the bye. If you win that game, you're one and zero in the division. It's a weird schedule this year from the standpoint. I, I wrote about this yesterday. Um, the Titans get to November only having played one division game. They play Indianapolis next week. Uh, then they play the Ravens in London. Then they're off. Then they play the Falcons. So. Um, there's a lot of, obviously a lot of division games in the back half of the schedule, which I think sets up well for this team with a, just, it's a new offense. It's a completely new offense. You got a new offensive line. You got a new offensive coordinator, new offensive coaches, new receiver. I mean, there's just a lot of new stuff out there and I think it's going to take some time for it to come together. Now, if the offensive line doesn't play better, none of it matters. It doesn't matter what the scheme is. It doesn't matter who does what and who drops what and who throws what. Like, none of that matters if they can't block. Now, keep an eye on this, too. Uh, I was listening to the OTP uh, driving in this morning, and Mike Keith is talking a lot about how good that Cleveland Browns defense is. Let's let's keep an eye on them kind of as we go through the, the season and see if, you know, I mean, obviously the, the performance the Titans had was pathetic. Um, doesn't really matter how good the defense is. You can't leave a game with 94 yards or whatever it was of total offense. But I think if, if the Browns defense continues to play like it has through the first three weeks for the balance of the season, maybe you'll look back on it and think it wasn't, it, it wasn't as big of a deal as we made it at the time. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Moving forward to this game against the Bengals, the thing is that their defense is not as good. Now, they have a pass rusher that is good. Trey Hendrickson, very good player. Um, but at, at all three levels, they're not as good as the Cleveland Browns defense is. So the Titans are going to have to find a way to get this offense on track against this team. We'll see if we get Peter Skaronsky back this week. I think that would help solidify some things. I think you have a question at this point about Andre Dillard. Is he going to continue to be your left tackle? What do they do there? Do they try Dylan Raidens out there? Do they try Peter Skaronsky out there? I, I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think if they wanted to do that, they would have played with it at some points up to this point. Um, I don't think you want to try to change, change two positions right now, but we'll see. We'll see if they just go with Dillard and he plays better. I mean, you know, coach better play better, right? But whatever the case is, the offensive line has to be better. The offensive line has to be better in this game. They need to establish the run. And as much as you, you know, like that phrase itself makes me like, you know, twitch a little bit, they're going to have to prove they can run the ball. They're going to have to get Derrick Henry going. This offense is not going to be, not going to reach its full potential 
if they don't have a good Derrick Henry. And we have no idea. Like people asking the questions around if Derrick Henry's lost a step. Who knows? Who knows? If you saw the stat, uh, I think it was from Next Gen Stats this week, um, his average like point of contact was negative 2.3 yards. So that means, on average, Derrick Henry was getting hit more than two yards in the backfield. Okay, It's impossible. It's impossible to get going when that's happening. I don't care who the running back is. Maybe Barry Sanders. Maybe Barry Sanders could, um, could, could be successful like that, but he's the only running back in the history of humanity that could do anything when getting hit in the backfield like that. They got to get a push up front. They got to get that going. Now, with that being said, if the Bengals watch that Browns tape and say, "All right, you know what? We're going to put nine guys in the line of scrimmage just like the Browns did, and we're going to we're going to make them prove they can run against it," then by all means, let's have a quick hitting passing game. I don't. That's the one thing that really frustrated me last week, and that I hope that you know they've kind of the offensive coaching staff, Tim Kelly, have kind of taken into consideration. Like, hey man, have DeAndre Hopkins run a slant. See if he can beat a guy on a slant. Y'all ever watch DeAndre Hopkins run, run routes? He's really, really good at it. All right, He's a Hall of Fame guy at running routes. So let's have him run some routes. Let's see if we can win some one-on-one battles. Same thing with Traylon Burks. Right? You've got two guys on the outside that are contested catch specialists. Right. So they're not when you look at average separation. I mean, I I saw a stat. I think it was I don't think I've seen it this week, but after the Chargers game, I saw an average stat separation and the tight. Maybe it was this week because Chris Moore's is pretty big because he had the big play. But like other than that, like these guys don't separate, but they don't need to. They don't they don't need to separate like some other guys do because they're big guys that can make contested catches. You ever seen DeAndre Hopkins' hands? They're huge. Like, and we know we've seen him make contested catch after contested catch against the Titans for years. So let's 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 run some slants. Let's run some outs. Let's run some stops. Let's do some things that um that kind of break up that defense. Make them get at least one guy out of the box to take that stuff away. Because hey, if that slant goes for eight yards, then it's second and two. Then you can then you can bang your head into the into the nine man box for two downs and hopefully get a first down. Banging your head into the nine man box twice on first down and second down and then coming up with third and eight is not a recipe for success. And uh, listening to Mike Vrabel on the OTP, I mean, you know, he made the point. Look, nobody is good in third and long. Like that's just not a it's not what you want to do. It's not what no team sets out. Hey man, I'm gonna see how many third and long situations we can get in this week and, and try to convert. This team is especially bad in third and long because the offensive line is not good. And so when the opposing defensive coordinator, defensive players don't have to worry about the run, they can just pin their ears back and rush. This offensive line is not going to hold up. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't matter how many extra guys you keep in, all that stuff. It doesn't matter. They've got to stay ahead of the chains. And they obviously can't do that if they run the ball on first and second down and get two yards total on those downs. So that's the thing to me. I would like to see them establish the run, but I would like to see it coming off of doing some things to kind of loosen that box, see if you can't get a get a guy or two out of there. Then let's let's give it to Derrick Henry and let's have him let him have one of these games where he you know kind of grinds away at the defense and then breaks off the big one because I think he can still do it. We just haven't we haven't seen him get the chance yet this year. So that's to me. This is a game where, you know, I don't know how much 
I don't know how much you learn if you're the Titans from watching that Browns film. I don't, I don't know what you learn, but this is a game of pride. This is a game of, hey, we got our butts beat last week. Now we've got to go out and prove that that's not who we are, that we can still win games in this league. I mean, that's what you've got to be saying if you're inside the building this week. We know Mike Vrabel has been really good at motivating. He's been really good at getting his team ready for games that nobody expects them to win. They have a tough challenge this week. Not as tough of a challenge, you know, for the offense facing the defense. Like, the, the, the Bengals defense is not as good as the Browns defense. But, I mean, defensively for the Titans, you've got Joe Burrow, who started to look a little bit healthier on Monday night. You know, when this line came out uh, Sunday night, the Titans were favored. And I think that was because at the time, people were thinking that Joe Burrow may be out for a couple of weeks. Well, Burrow played Monday night and looked pretty good doing it. So, you know... Joe Burrow's really good, especially if he's if he's getting healthier. He's got really good weapons. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. They got they still have Joe Mixon. I mean, this is a this is a really good offense. The Titans have the pass rush has been pretty good. Um, the cornerbacks have been a disaster. Christian Fulton, a disaster. You know, he got hurt in the first game. He came in and got beat at the end of the game. He didn't play in week two. He was bad in week three. He's got to be good. He's got to be good if this team is going to be good. They've got to get – Sean Murphy Bunting has played pretty well. McCreary's good in the slot. But, like, all those guys, the secondary has got to play better this week because they can't continue to give up those plays. And if you let Jamar Jamar Chase and T. Higgins get loose, uh, they're going to do more damage than any of the groups that they've seen so far. So it's a defensive pride game here. They got to get Joe Burrow uncomfortable. They got to get him moving. They got to get him to prove that he can move. And listen, I mean, we all know two years ago, the Bengals came here, sacked Joe Burrow nine times and lost, right? So you can't have that game from the quarterback again. Titans quarterback turned it over three times in that game. Um, Can't have that. But if they can get after Burrow, get him uncomfortable, you know, make him prove that calf is healthy. All right. So that if they can do that, you can you can make some things happen, force a turnover or two, that may be in good shape. So anyway, that 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 to me is the game plan. And like I said, more than anything else, it's a pride week. It's like, hey, we got whooped last week. We're gonna go out and prove that's not who we are. And so I think Mike Vrabel can get those guys to that point. Then they just gotta go out there and do it. All right. So that's what we're looking at this week. All right, that'll do it for today's show. Like I said, at the beginning at Jim Morris MCM, home run throwback. MusicCityMiracles.com. Thanks, as always, for listening. We'll be back at you Sunday night with a recap, and hopefully the Titans can get to 2-2 two and two heading into Indianapolis. Thanks again so much for listening, and we will talk to you later. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.